thank you for the video, God. We thank you, God, with what you did. The trip last week, most side of us, we thank India way more inside of us to do that. Even those that went and those that are here, because we're together, we're one body in Christ. We thank you, Father God, that more is come, but you don't want to leave, lose us. Father God, no matter if the bumps in the road or sideline, heart back, God, your work nations, a great amount around us, even more to move and release fresh oil. In us as lands and lands, God, all around us, God, a presence. Nothing without your presence. Your presence, and when you take it away, we realize why we still have it. Forget about it. But Father, we thank a higher deep. Today's message, the title is First Works and Revelation 2, 1-7. To the angel of the church of Ephesus write, He that holds seven stars is right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden. Jesus, who walks in the middle of the church, or actually, but in the real remedy does. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience and how you cannot bear them, cannot bear them which are evil and has tried them that's which say they are apostles and are not found them liars and has borne and has patience and for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against because thou hast left thy first love. Remember, therefore, whence thou had fallen and repent and do thy first work. Everybody say first works. Or else I will come unto thee quickly and remove thy candles out of thy place, except they repent. But this thou hast, that thy hates deeds, Galatians, which I also... He that has an ear, hear what the Spirit is saying to church. To him that overcomes will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Something interested in this passage. This church, their discernment was very high. Um, they were doing works. And they had patience. They, ha- they couldn't stand evil. They're trying the true and the false. They knew the false is the wind of doctrine. It's a strong. They had, they had patience. They stood on his name. And they labored. They weren't fainting. But then the Holy Spirit had one thing again. Man, you've left your first. But he says, return to your first works. So that's that in the present where that's what God is saying. God's, although you're doing his things maybe, but you're leaving him even on the computer. A lot of people have, or whatever. But without Him, we lose the essence of it. And even we begin, even if it's be hard to some people that in different areas, first He wants our heart fully in love with Him first. Yeah. What He wants us to do all this, He wouldn't have been He wouldn't have been commending them. He's commending them on that. But you got to do that with me at the top of. It. And He's putting this 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 scenario together with this church because that's what ends up happening. You get high discernment and you begin to get high revelation of God and the church and what it is. It's very easy. To, um, to lose place of what would really matters because he showed you all this to protect in different areas. So all of our hearts in this room and whoever's listening, watching, following, because those that hold the remnant only holds the ears and all that is the ones that the Lacedonian church, the other church, you know what's going you know, the ones that are holding the doctrine relations pagan holidays and all the days and all that, you know, they're that's a different thing. But he reprimanded their love and whatever to this church. He said to this high revelation, be careful not to lose your... Because when you know the depths of the word and heart of God and, and then become self-righteous, some critical can come. Um, it's good to be critical it's of, it's of God, critical on to reveal. But as God reveals, we end up being caught away in our own... Um, like, because God started us on a road and then we want to run. We're the zealous. So the zealous run and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, five steps ahead. Spirit It's like, wait a second. Without Him, we can... So when that happens... When we begin, to, then he says this. Remember where, except thou repent, Rahab, the deeds of the Nicolaitans. He said, but thou hast hated the deeds which I also. Hate. 
He that has an ear, hear what the Spirit is saying. And I will give you to eat and let Jesus forever. Eat life into the paradise of God. That's our promise. That's within us. From the tree of life, eternal life forever and ever. So what happens, what starts to happen, we begin to lose our first We begin to change it for what we love and what we If he's your first love, you love what he loves. And what we get to apathetic, religious, self-seeking, idolatrous. We begin to have lack of prayer and quiet time. Our, our, car, our heart begins to become cold and hard and dry. The fruit that we once even had gets sour. So it's like some people say, oh, I'm trying to fruit. And then, oh, I have because we're leaving. Just love it. And knows that he's the first love. He's like beginning to do things that he told us to do. Do what he's done. And led the spirit. Now we're being led by the word. We're being led by our ambition. Or we want to prove ourselves or Jesus. We're talking the Holy Spirit does himself with all men. What proves it is the nurse and the power of God. And that we, but then he backs behind us. He's not there with us. He's not going to back and leave. And then, so God wants us to take hold of that. Not stop or slow down, but if what we're doing, losing him, we find a balance. You know, we don't want the whole day in the closet, you know, and then we don't even enjoy doing it anymore. And then we will um, get caught in less errors of the end, traps of people in our workplace, internet, whatever, to debates. And, and of course, we're present. And he's our first love, then right there. So our first word, it didn't care about nothing. You just wanted church. You wanted to find him. You were excited about that. You didn't know anything, really, so you tell anybody. So what ends up happening, why would he say this Warn the last day church about this because it's going to happen. And it'll happen all the time. If we um, put our king, we put our desires, we put our fam- earthly family. If we don't put him first, he has to first. Or else whatever we do, contained or dry religious. And then um, this next. Matthew 22, 32-40. I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. We become dead in all different Remember he said, repent for your dead works. People are doing all the churches. It's like, they're, they're, they're dead. You say, they worship me with their lips, with their hearts far from me. And where do we return to our first love? In our hearts. Where do we stay in our first love? In our hearts. So when he says, behold, I stand at the door and knock, let me in. It's your heart, but it's also in the heart corporate. And, and, and so they have programs and all these things. But there's not, it becomes religious because I'm going to meet on Sunday because what I do, or I'm going on Sunday because I know God has, and I know I'm going to even get more because the river is so strong there, and He's the river. So what I can't get on my own, I know I can get some Him. It's all about His love. We're just coming together, just come together because what we do, and if we don't, then we're bad. It's that, that hunger and thirst, and that's what He's instilling in us. Be going to nation, be going, doing this, have our own ministry, doing this, doing that. But if we lose our first love, it doesn't have impact, it will not have fruit, and he will not let you get too far away from before he rebukes you, chastens you to love on you. So that's up to us. He said, you return to your first love. He's right where we left him. He said, he'll never leave us. He never said, you'll never leave me. He's right there. We got to take, Paul talked about whether you're in the faith. So our faith has to be, and our desire must be. So this goes this, he said, why are you looking? God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. And then he talked about having a dead church. When the Pharisees had heard that he had put the Sadducees silent, they were gathered together. The Pharisees heard the Sadducees. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked the question, tempting, saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and thou shalt love thy, and thou, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. And there's another passion and all that is within us. So we're to love God first. And that puts everything in alignment. And I hear the Holy Spirit, God saying that He's putting 
his church, his house is in alignment. As he's poured out the revelation, wisdom, and knowledge, now he's aligning us before he brings um, us us and others to another level. He's putting alignment where he is He is um, our first love and that everything that pours out of us pours out for him. Um, seeking them is righteousness. And as we seek him first, everything we do is our first It's our first works. It's the beginning of it. And everything falls out. We'll have his breath on it. We'll have his touch on it. We'll have it. We will not be tossed fro. So this is, and he said, this is the first commandment. The second is unto, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. What ends up happening when Jesus, or the Holy Spirit, or whatever, or God doesn't love, begin to love ourselves only, then we can't love our neighbor. Everybody, it's easy to love yourself. We are all about ourselves. But God wants you to love your neighbor as yourself. People are trying to think about the scripture and Oh, so I am so love myself. Well, it's automatic. Everybody loves themselves. That's if they want to, to do good for them. They want to pamper this dish themselves. They want a manicure. They want to take care of their hair. They want to eat good food. They want, they want, they want. They love themselves. But then Jesus says, when you love God first, you'll love your neighbor. That's, who's your neighbor? Anyone next to you. Right there. It's not just your, anyone in the midst of you. You'll love them as yourself. And then you fulfill the great commandment. Then we don't have to worry about anything else, about doing anything because fulfill all righteousness in that. So it's impossible to do that. So that's why we end up, when, when we don't love God first, our first works become religious works. Because even though we could be doing the same thing we were doing now that we were doing first, we're doing it with the wrong heart or not with Him full of overflowing in our heart. And God knows it's going to happen. That's why He's a message to get us back because He wants us to be full of oil. But how do we love Him first? So that's how it's all these commandments. So there's always an alignment. There's always an order. And God's a God of order. He's always first. He said, I'll build my church, and the gates will not prevail. And the chief cornerstone, if you start a building, you start a project, you build anything, there's always a survey, and there's a cornerstone. And that's where you start. That's where the center of, and God is the center of life. So we try to do things, and we get, because we, we can begin, because we've done these things so many times, we have formulas in that, and we pray for this person, but we lose the essence of the center of life because God is the center of life. So what we're doing is we're doing things apart from Him. He says apart from we can do nothing because in our, we have our being and move and do all things. If not, we're just doing things but they're dead work because He's the tree of life. So He's telling them, why are you looking for God um, the living among the dead? And there's a lot of dead churches but that's because they've left the love. To hear the Holy Spirit says, we're not going to be a dead church. A living church there is. And the remnant will live. And the remnant will uh, know the apostles. will hate the works of Nicodemus. But they will love God. And they will return to their first works. And all the other things that he calls to do. So who will know? God says, if you love me, you obey me. So that's one of the systems how we know that we love. We're obeying him. How many of you are making deals with God? Or I'll do it later. It's quick obedience. Late obedience, is what that is, is... You're tired of the dryness, and you're going to do what he says. But quick obedience says you stay right in step with the Holy Spirit. You don't grieve him. You disobey God, you grieve the Holy Spirit. Me, you begin to begin to love yourself more because you want to. What does he say? It's not my will, but your will. If you love him, you so. And the people, well, I'm getting placed on it. Yeah, because you've become, you've started to love yourself at first. Before you ever met Christ, and, and then he brought you to, to where you're at, you're getting back to that place where, and then he'll bring you right back to that place when you decided your life sucked without him, and you needed a savior. You found the good news, enjoyed the world, and you were born again. But then things come later, you begin to get complacent because of these. We have not desired him to desire him. So, 
So we catch, so when he is with us, we catch so much more. And when he is the center, we have his presence and we have much more fruit. Because remember, the fruit cultivated in the presence of God. Remember, I was talking before about the atmosphere. You wouldn't plant an orange tree in Michigan, an apple tree in, in um, the Florida Keys. So you wouldn't want to be planted in dead soil. You want to be as alive. So that. How do we love him first? And how do we return first? Well, he is the kingdom. So he said, seek him in the kingdom first. Don't seek all the things that he added us and all those added. And in the kingdom of God, there is no, the problem is when we in the grove, we begin to have hidden, they're not hidden to God, they're just around it. And sometimes they're even hidden to ourselves because we hide them so much. Like Joe was talking about, we say the secret, um, secret our hearts, or even the secrets to us because we, we haven't liked the way they look, so hide them ugly where, so there's no hidden agendas. And he's had no hidden agendas. So in the, in the kingdom of God, there's no hidden agendas. So if we have hidden agendas, you'll lose, you're losing your, so how do we find it? Well, David said how we find it. He said this, As a deer, or a heart, H-A-R-T, pants, panteth after the water brook, so panteth soul after thee, O God. So, to desire God, just like this went out three miles in the summer, and room temperature, a little cool water, and you're that thirsty, we... Yeah, you love him. You want to be thirsty. He wants you thirst. That means when you come together, or even when you leave here, you still want to come in the It's like, you need that. Because if not, we will complacent. Even when he shows up, we don't even know because we're so far away from him. We're not. But the minute you're you're connected to him, you know when he's manifest more. So as a deer pants for the water brook, my soul pants after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for he is living. He is the living God. And when shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night. While they continually say unto me, where is thy God? See, he was like, my soul was like, I'm missing God. He's like, but my tears show how much I miss him. And, and, and he says, and it's been my meat day and night. That's what he was living on. He wasn't, he said, we don't live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds. He was, he was, he was screaming after God. See, God, for meat, for meat that does not perish. For, for, for heavenly uh, encounter with, with the living God. And that's. That's how he showed that he was searching for his first love. It says, And when I remember these things, I will pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with thy multitude. And then it's another scripture about rending your heart to him. You know, we feel he's, wait, you need to rend your heart. Sometimes we get so prideful, and we get so we try to wait for Sunday to get in worship, get a little water. But it just dries up by tomorrow. We can live in worship, just like come together and really seek. And then you just step into his presence immediately. When I remember these things, I'll pour out my soul. In, for I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God. With, with the voice of joy and praise. With a multitude, I kept the holy day. I kept my first estate. I kept my first love. I kept, back then he's like, you need to keep commandment. Before, now we have the one commandment. Love God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul, and love the Lord. So the Paul's like, I kept your commandment. Thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt not do all the things that Moses said. You know, and when he's a man of war, of course, it's not murder though when you're um, in battle. Murders, basically, although he committed murder indirectly, but he had into a law, a very bad season. Set up his best man because he, if you probably go through Psalms, David was probably dealing with something, he lost his love right there. But he's like, now I'm repenting and I've kept my, I'm doing all this now. And he set Uriah his best servant up to because he wanted to cover his butt. And then he indirectly murdered him because 
put him right in the front line, set him up, he's covering him. But that's what ends up happening. We begin to lose our fr- things like that in our life. We have to do sneak to cover our own butt. So instead of that, we can just be so in love with God that we don't need to step away from him. So he's like now saying, and I've kept the holy day. So he would stab and do that. Now shall not murder. So he was a man of war. He was fighting, but it wasn't murder when you got attacking war. It's murder. It's chivalry or something. But he's, he's like, I have kept the multitude and kept the holy day. Now Jesus is our holy. He is our Sabbath, so we keep him first in our heart. Above all things, we need to get our... When he says, get your house in order, it means put him in at first, at the first, and be desperate. He wants us to live a desperate life. No matter how much of him you have, it's always... That's why a deer pants... My soul pants for the living God as a deer pants for the water. He's like, so thirsty, they're always running. Where's the water? We need to seek for God in every place, everywhere, in the grocery store, in our home, in our... Where we go out, when we're working, like a deer for water. He wants us to like that with him 24-7, because... He's always, he wants that, that, that revelation of that par- parable of that's how he wants us to be. And, or else to him, what does it say? When we're not like that, he says we become one. But in this estate, he's saying you left your first love. This is what he's saying about that. You have the revelation, you have the knowledge, you even hold the truth. And you even have discernment above, above all the other churches. But... Don't forget me, because without me, all that's nothing. Way you can still lose your thing, still lose the light of salvation if you don't resist. Everything is for Him. John twenty-one. After these things, Jesus showed Himself again to His disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, and on this wise showed He Himself. There were together Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, and Nathanael of Cana and Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and the two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said unto them, this is after Jesus already went to the cross, and all the disciples had told him, you know, I'm going to... I'll never leave you, Lord. I'll, I won't. I won't deny you. Da, da, da. And the other one said that, and the other one, you know, they were all. And this was after that, and and and, and you know, first thing they knew, they left them. Right when things got tough, they left their. Right when things got tough, when you know, when they were with them and they had felt the presence, you know, we always say yes, 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 and in the middle of worship, we touch our heart. And Monday morning, we're like, oh no, no, and they're like, oh, that's tough. This is gonna be. I can't say that. Oh, I gotta go in prayer. I don't drive. God's calling you into prayer. Go do something for your neighbor or do this, and then all of a sudden, you know, he's at the cross where the power is, and you run to what's humble by the fire. And Peter left first love right there in his heart, and then he let it just forget about it all because. He, because he did love Jesus. He didn't know how to give him life. That kind of love that he started to do after the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So then Peter said unto them, I go a fishing. So he went back to his old ways, his old job, the old things that he used to. When we start, when we begin to lose our first love, we'll start to go back to what's familiar, back to what we're used to, that how we used to make money, how we used to do this, how we used to get our um, our notoriety, how whatever it was, we begin to start to do because the essence of our life is, is disappearing because it's hard to stand by Jesus and your cross daily. So this is what happened to Peter. In the morning, he says, and then I go fishing. And they said unto him, we also go with thee. And they went forth and entered into the ship immediately. And they, night, they caught nothing. And they caught nothing. There's nothing in your old life. Once you meet this and you walk to him, you say, yes, he blew his spirit and he blesses us. There's nothing he can get. And the fruit that we even get trying to do the old thing without him, I'm not saying God might have you something of your old life, but he needs first. Or else there won't be the produce you get, won't get the number. Peter, he left them and he said this. And he went and he entered the ship immediately and they caught nothing. But when the morning was now come, now Jesus shows up. See, just like he showed up, he'll show up. But we don't want to have to have him show up in his sovereignty. We want to be fishing, right? Fishing with him because when he showed up, 
Just His His favor, just His anointing in our life makes everything, even our jobs, even our old, even if whatever we do, the preaching of the gospel. Without Him, it's we have to come our own form. We have to try to get man's with you. We have to try to entertain the people, and that's what's going on. Entertaining the and then, and then the sheep that are left their first love too don't even know the difference. Entertainment, what's coming, the Holy Spirit. And He said this. Then Jesus said unto them, Children, have you any meat? He's kind of mocking. Them. Why? Why are things? Did you catch anything? Right. You got any fish? <laughs> Like he's saying that to us today. How's the outreaches? How's the how's your uh, networking? How's this going? How's your job going? <laughs> you, you're producing well now. Are you happy? Because I'm on. I'm over here. And then he's saying that to Peter. He's like, he knew that he's getting a hold of his heart, just like he's getting your heart right now. Because without apart from him, we can. So he said to him, he said, "You got any fish?" No. And they didn't know it was Jesus. At the... And he said unto them, "Cast the net on the other side." In other words, do it my way. Don't go do things without me. Do it my way. On the right side of the ship, and you shall find it. He's a miracle worker too. And he doesn't want his miracle half to get you back to him. He wants the miracle to be what you do with him. And they cast it before them. And now they went, and they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Now it was catching left and right. The present, the favor was with Therefore, that the disciples whom Jesus loved said unto Peter, Is that, is it the Lord? They're like, wow, that was kind of stuff we used to read. Is God with you today? And he said, Now, said Simon Peter, heard, That is, was the Lord. He girt his fish's coat, on, and he, for he was naked. Well, the guy's out there, really, out there, no covering, being buck wild, doing his own, not even dressed, out with the guys, just uncovered, no presence. He threw himself in the sea because, and that's through, the sea became his fig leaves. Peter, is that you naked? Oh, God. He threw himself to see or even represent. Sometimes we like to hide in the back crowd or little group of this or wherever you're at. <laughs> and the other disciples came in, into the little ship. Came in the little ship, for they were not far from the land. But as it were, 200 cubits, dragging fishes in that. And when Jesus shows up, he'll bring to help you in the harvest. Help you do just what you need. So the other ships came to help bring in the load. The fishes represent the fish represent the soul. Jesus said, I'll make fishers of So Peter was not to be a fisher of fish any of men. So because he felt unworthy because of his denying him, he left his first life. Not knowing he just had to stick it out and run to him. And so as soon as they were come to land, he saw a fire and coals there, the fish laid upon thereupon and the bread. Jesus said unto them, bring, bring of the fish that you have caught, now caught. And Simon Peter went up and drew the net to the land full of great fishes, and a hundred and fifty and three. And for all there were so many, yet was not the net broken. So usually the net couldn't hold that much. But when you have the anointing, when you have the presence, you can do a lot more, you can hold a lot more, and accomplish a lot more than you do on your own or in the natural. And also, we're all the net. Everybody is a part of the net bringing harvest, but they have to do it with, not with our formulas, not with our traditions, not with our um, uh, uh, different things, um, invitations, temptations of earthly things, and all the different ways that we, and our entertainment, and all the things in the house. We need to do it with the present power and the anointing and the net will. Any other way, it'll just break and fall apart. People don't get that. Him, we have to do it his way. We have to change, do it the other way. Go on the other side where instructions do it. And then the second time, it says, and they says, take bread and give it to them and fish likewise. This is now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples. After that, he was risen after he rose from the dead. So he appeared to him three times. Peter denied him three times. So then they had dined. Jesus said unto Peter, 
Now they were with Jesus sovereignly. He came just like he's coming to some of us today saying, you got to come. You need to follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Not tradition. Not this. Follow me. Son of Jonas. Love it. I mean, now it's like, do you love me? Are you saying you love him? Do you love me? And that's what he's saying to some of us listening here in this room. Son of Jonas, you lovest thou me more than this? Do you love me more than your job? More than your own kingdom? More than your, your, your dreams? More than your home? More than your bills? More than your job? More than your family? More than your, uh, your, your desires? More than being great, even being a great minister? Whatever it might be, uh, the secret, the hidden agendas in our heart that, we, that sometimes we, he says, I need to be. So he's saying to him right here, loveth thou me more than this? Love thou me more than your old your old life? He said on that head, Yeah, Lord, you know I love you. We say that all the time. Yeah, God, you know I love you. But we left. Yeah, we love him. Of course, because all that they did for him, but he left more than this. He said unto him, Yes, Lord, thou know I love you, love thee. And he said, Then feed my lambs. He said unto him a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, loveth thou me? Remember, Peter denied him three times. He's gonna break the curse, the re-blessing. He's gonna make him breathe. Say it unto him, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. And he said, Feed my sheep. And he said unto him a third time, Simon, son of Jonas, love me? Do you really love me? Now Peter was grieved. Now he's getting mad. But remember the presence of God's student. I believe right here is when he gets through. He said, Peter, once you're inverted, never, you'll never, you'll never do that. So we need to be really need to grasp, I love you. He said, Grieved, he said unto him, third time, Loveth thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, you know I love you, and you know all things, Lord. Why are you driving me crazy? Why are you, why are you annoying me? Why are you mocking me? Why are you doing this? You know that I love you. Jesus said unto him, Feed my sheep. So he's saying, Love me, feed my sheep. Jesus says, What you've done unto the least of these. Take care of my house. Take care of what I, I love, Peter. Take care of the least of these. Go into the highways and the byways and, and, and impel them to come. Love those that are unlovable. Love your enemies. That was our whole scripture on this trip. It was bless those that curse you and love those um, and pray for those that despitefully use you. Bless those that curse you. Pray for those that rob you. Pray for the hirelings. Let, pray for them. Pray for the people. That misuse you because then it shows you that I'm your first love. And he says, Peter, do you love me? Then feed my sheep. In other words, take care of my will. I did not die, come to earth to die for you to have a big house and, 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 and lots of money. I've come for you to feed my sheep. So if you love me, eat my sheep. You take care of my house. You take care of my things. You take care of one another. Because he said, we are the body of Christ. He said, we're all to, to take care of one another and, and edify one another. That we all can come to stature in the measure of Christ. That we all can walk together. That we're not distant. But we're in one spirit, one accord. And, and, and nobody has lack of nothing. That's his desire. But until Jesus is our, your first love, other things come in. It's called idolatry. He must be first. So he said, Peter, you, it was fear. Perfect love is here. It was fear why you denied me, but now I'm here. Perfect love is here. Perfect love cast out fear. So as you cast your net on the other side, you see my power and you see my And I remind you, and I, and, and I want you to remember all the things when we walked together, the things that we did, the things that even remember this day. As you fished all night and were doing things, and you were in your old state of mind, you were the old man was just coming up. I showed up. He rem reminded you, yeah, you love me, but you left first love. Return to me. Feed my sheep. Take care of my business. Or else, you will have other things on your mind. You will become complacent. And you will become just like Peter was. Naked, destitute, and just like the other churches. The book of Revelation. God's coming right now to say he must be our flow.
and you you will begin to remember how much why it was just loved and why would you ever lose that? It just happened. The enemy comes to steal with God. Jesus has come to life and life more abundant. You're in the in, when He's your first love. You have abundant life, joy, peace, righteousness, and no sorrow. God, my sorrow for other things is your relationship with Him. It's not dormant. It's not dying. It's alive. It's vibrant. You're full of fruit and love, faith, joy, right, righteous. All those nine fruits are, will start to grow again and even more because when He cuts down a branch, it's vibrant anymore. And that's what we need to believe and that's what we do. And that's what He's... Because we've seen all around doing gifts running fro, but without the power, without the anointing because they're running out for money. They're running out to have all these... We cannot have any agendas for doing ministry. It has to be to feed His sheep. To feed His sheep because what you've done is at least done it under... He is the author of He is love. And that's what he wants. He said, return to your first love. And do thy first works. What were thy first works? Peter's first works is he followed him. He was right there. He was asking questions. He was in, always in the vicinity of his first love. Jesus went over here. There was Peter. Jesus went over there. Very, very few places in the scriptures you see Jesus and Peter not with Jesus. And even to, to prove that, even when he appeared on, who was there? Peter was Saul. Him. He was just like his best. John was probably to leave him even. John loved him, but he wasn't there. He was going after, going after. But when he just, when he realized that he, he denied him and all that, he beat him. See what you leave, leave first love, you start yourself up instead of running back. And then Satan pit, and he and, and they spoke signifying his death. He said, "Okay, he said, there I say to you, when thou was young, you gird thyself, walked he wouldest. But when thou you will be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands, and another shall gird thee and carry thee where thou would not." And he speaks signifying the death. Remember Peter was buried uh, upside down, cross? His death, that he should glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said unto him, Follow me. Everybody say, Follow me. Our first love. Then Peter, turning about, seeth the disciple whom Jesus loved, following which also leaned on his breast and supper, say, Lord, which is that that betrayeth thee? Peter, seeing him, said unto Jesus, said unto him, And what shall this man do? And he said, Thou sayest unto him, I will, If I will tarry until I come, what is it to do with thee? Follow thou me. Then he went, saying abroad among the brethren, That the disciples should not die. Yet Jesus said unto them, He shall not die, but if I will that he tarry till I come, what is it to thee? This is the disciple which testified of these, and wrote these things, and the testify is true. And there are also many other things which Jesus did, that which if they should written every one of them, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that were written therein. He said, feed my sheep. Father, we just thank you that right now just put the cross on your mind, put him in your heart and ask him, remember, go remember the times, remember what to do. Even if you do them now, ask him to be there with you and say that you just want him, want him in all the busyness. Now you, now you don't want him, but you want all the things to give you. But he's like, I don't want to give you anything you don't want me. Abide in him, and he'll abide in you. Return to your first love, and he turns to you. He said that to Israel many times. Return to me, and I'll return to you. And as you return to him, the veil that's even been on your heart, the veil that's been on your mind, the, the blockage things that you've had will begin to be uh, taken away. And we thank you, Father. Everyone can stand up. Father, we thank you that... We're saying that you're in this altar today, God. You're in this place today, God. You're even up front right here. And we're saying, as an act of returning to you with all of our heart, some of you might left things or whatever, some of you more, it doesn't matter. He wants you to be for him to be first in all things. Because if you don't, the enemy will come in and make you start, give you false visions, false false hopes, false directions, make you think things that you weren't even supposed to be thinking. Just like Peter, what was he thinking? Going back fishing after all that that God spoke into his life. What was he thinking? 
He was losing his mind. Naked on a boat? You'll start to lose your mind when you lose your stuff because Satan is not going to say, Hey, this is great. This is one of the disciples. Let him bless him. But in the glory of God, in the presence of God, that's where our warfare is. That's where, our, that's where we win the battle in Christ. And in Christ, we make no provision for flesh. And in Christ, we, we make no provision for our own agenda. And then we, the worst thing off, we can start believing the lie that the enemy in our mind, our heads. Is God schizophrenic? Does he change? His, does he change? That's why he said, Peter, do you love me? In other words, then why are you out here fishing? You should be feeding my sheep. What are you doing? Peter, do you love me? Then why are you naked? Why aren't I covering? Why aren't you a holy person that walk around there? Peter, do you love me? Then why are you running after the cares of this life? Why are you trying to make a buck? Peter, do you love me? Yeah, we all say, yeah, of course we love God, but then you'll be feeding him, taking care of his house, promoting his, advancing his as your family, and, your, and everything advances because he multiplies everything. The thing is, when we begin to try to do something on our own, or our ambition comes up, and we begin to want to, when we see someone else, and we're, we, we're not, because we're not getting his attention anymore, because we've left them. We seek the attention of counterfeit man, or man, or we seek it by popularity, or the world says, or we start to do on all those things, but he'll give you all those things where those matter anymore. So your, your, our, our, our drive is as deer pans the water, our drive is our 